I am back, ready to share this message that I have in my heart to share today. Hope you're ready to receive. Uh, today, I'm going to continue on in the series that we are calling A Better Way, A Life Formed by God. God has a life that he has formed for us that he wants us to live out, one that is satisfying and fulfilling and that is thriving. Uh, and, you know, there's a lot of people that are really uh, agitated and frustrated and and uh, just honestly just dissatisfied with their life. And so today what I'm going to do is I'm going to share some truths that I believe that will help you to have that fulfilled life. Uh, there's, you know, there's a lot of people that have, uh, you know, maybe been tracking with us during this whole time in these messages and, and you're just seeing your life just being changed. Well, you know what that's called? It's called a transformed life. And that's what we're talking about today, a transformed life. If you haven't been tracking with us, go to our website uh, and catch up with these messages and just watch the difference that it can make in your life. Uh, so what I want to do is I want to talk about a life that, that is designed by God, one that is fulfilling, one that is thriving, and one that uh, really that you're, it's worth living. Uh, we want to make sure that we're walking in that, uh, that life that God has for us. So I'm going to take you to Psalm chapter 1, verse 1, and I'm going to take you all the way to verse 3 and use this text for today in talking about a transformed life. I want you to see in Psalm 1 a life, and you just, just look at it and just watch and see that a life can be transformed from a little seed into something great that is producing fruit and that is thriving. Psalm 1, verse 1, let's start there. It says this, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night, and he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. Notice here that God's word God's ways, God's will transforms a life into something that is thriving, something that is producing fruit, and that is productive. Really, honestly, that's what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about taking your little life that you may, may see right now as a seed and watch God transform it into something, something great. So let's talk about a transformed life. Let's start with the first point that I want to share with you. Number one, God's word transforms your form. God's word transforms your form. What do I mean by your form? The Bible tells us in Romans chapter 12, verse 2, it's, and let's look at it together. It says, and do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is the good, the acceptable, and the perfect will of God. So the Bible says we're either being conformed to this world or we're being transformed by the word of God. Now notice these two words, the word conformed and transformed. Both of them have the word form in there. I thought about this. A few years back, our, our, our driveway, 
uh, it uh, sunk, it cratered. And the reason why is because the retaining wall on, on one side of our driveway was uh, there was water anytime it rained there was uh, rain water that uh, went under the retaining wall and was washing out the driveway underneath and uh, at the uh, after every rain there would be dirt on by the road where it washed out and I, I never could stop it it could I couldn't get it to stop anyway long story short is that one day I was driving up on the driveway and and it sunk and it fell through so I had to redo my driveway and so in order to redo my driveway they had to go in there and 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 pull all that old concrete up and then relay a form uh in order to pour the concrete into there into the uh, in place where the old concrete was uh, I thought, well, you know what? I'm going to have this driveway poured. Uh, why don't I just have uh, the patio poured that we've been wanting for a lot of years? And and then uh, we didn't have a, a sidewalk in the back, so we had a, sod, a sidewalk uh, poured at the same time. But in order to do that, we had to have a form, a form that the concrete would go into that would shape the, the, the concrete that we wanted to be uh, look like. And so I got to thinking about that and this message and how our lives are formed and how do how do how do we how's our life shaped? Well, all of us are being shaped by something or someone, somebody's input. And uh, uh, you know, I thought about my life before I came to Christ. Well, the form that formed my life and shaped my life was the the form of the world. And I'm going to tell you, for the most part, most people's lives, if not all of our lives, we have a little bit of the, uh, the, the world that's forming our life, and we have uh, some of God's word that's forming our life. And whatever's formed by God's word is bringing fulfillment. Whatever's formed by God's word brings satisfaction. Whatever is formed by God's word is thriving. Whatever's formed by the world, I'm going to tell you, it's going to leave you agitated irritated and frustrated in your life so today what I want to do is I want to talk about that uh, when my son was young that I, I was intentional in what uh, I, I uh, fed him as far as uh, uh, information and input uh, we homeschooled him and part of his weekly curriculum was uh, books on leadership from godly people so that he put godly principles to work in his life. Today, he's a thriving, uh, successful businessman. Well, it didn't come overnight, and it didn't happen accidentally. It happened intentionally. And it's because I I, I was part of, not I, I didn't. I wasn't exclusively the one that did this, but I was part of helping set up that form for him that would shape his life into the person that he is today. And and I'm going to tell you, there's lots of people that uh, that uh, their lives are shaped by things that uh, are worldly, and and it gets them in trouble. My my son and I were talking about a business owner that uh, had. Uh, taking taxes out for his employees, but he he didn't he didn't pay it in to IRS, and it ended up putting him in prison. It's a local business owner, and it's unfortunate. And I'm going to tell you why people compromise like that. Somewhere 
uh, he had a form that was not designed by God and he gave in to the form that was designed by the world. The world's ways and God's ways are always going to be opposite. God, God's form is always the way of integrity. We do the right thing at the right time for the right reason regardless of anybody looking or not. And so that's how we live our life. And so I'm going to tell you something. Today, God wants us to, he wants us to have the form that is formed by his word so that we can have the life that he has designed for us. So first of all, the first thing that we see there is God's word transforms your form. The form that you may have had, he transforms it into the form that he wants you to have. Secondly, the second thing I want us to look at, God's word transforms your image. Uh, you know the devil's out to attack your image. One of the first things that the devil did when uh, Jesus was tempted in the wilderness of the devil is that he attacked his image. He said, if you be the son of God, and, and I'm going to tell you that the devil is always after your image. Because if you don't see yourself the way that God sees you, then you're going to always lack in what God has for you. Because you're never going to pursue the things that he wants for, for you to pursue or accomplish the things that he wants you to accomplish. So I want you to see in James chapter 1, verse 2, 22 through 24, the importance of not only hearing God's word, but being a doer of God's word. In other words, I like to say it this way. If you work the word, the word will work. If we'll get in God's word and work God's word in our life, we will begin to see things how God sees them in regards to us and in regards to our life. Let's look at this together. Verse 22. It says, But be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man observing his natural face in a mirror. For he observes himself, goes away, and immediately forgets what kind of man he was. But he who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it, he is not a, and, and is not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this one will be blessed in whatever he does." Notice the power of God's word. The power of God's word is to bless our lives. How does it bless our lives? It blesses our lives when we begin to see ourselves as God sees us. When we look into God's word and we see what God's word says, it, it's like a mirror showing us the life that we could have, the person that we should be, it begins to show us that we're valuable to God, loved by God, uh, that God has a purpose for us. You know, we, we're our worst critic. We have the tendency to criticize ourselves, and everything that we do, uh, we criticize ourselves. Uh, you know, I, I see this, uh, <laughs> just makes me laugh. Uh, women that have straight hair want curly hair. Uh, women that have curly hair want straight hair. I mean, we're always just being critical of ourselves. And, uh, you know, I, I like to say it this way. It's the enemy and the inner me that causes us problems. And uh, too, too often we, we're looking at ourselves in accordance to what maybe the 
enemy has said or the, the world has said or others have said instead of what God has said. Now let's look at this in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18. It says, but we all with an unveiled face beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord and being transformed into the same image from glory to glory just as by the Spirit of the Lord. All of us have a wrong image of ourselves and our lives if we do not and are not seeing ourselves according to the word of God. We need God's word in order to define who we are in him. You know that the Bible tells us that we're loved, we're blessed, we're favored, we're healed, we're free, we're courageous, we're fearless, we're forgiven, we're victorious, we're redeemed, we're overcomers. You know, the word of God tells us all of that, but many times we don't see ourselves that way. The Bible tells us all of these things and much, much more. We tend to devalue who God created us to be. I, I brought this $20 bill today and I was just going to show you this. You know, when we go through life, uh, you know, we all of us start out with the same value. And that value is actually invaluable uh, to God. The Bible says even when we were sinners, he gave Jesus for us. You know, Jesus gave up his life and he values us so much that he gave his life for us, even when we weren't following him, pleasing him. Uh, but, you know, the reason is, is because he, he places the highest value on all of us. But when we go through life, you know, we go through life and we start doing things that hurt our life. And, and by the way, let me just say this. When I, I know this is how it was with me uh, before I came to Christ, especially uh, because I didn't know him. I was on a path of self-destruction. I had become a bad alcoholic. Some of you have heard my story. Drugs. You know, I, I, remember, I remember doing some things that could have cost my life. I, I'm, a, I'm a miracle just being here today. And, and the reason of, is because of some of the stupidity of the things that I, 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 I did. Uh, I remember driving down the road one time. I was intoxicated again, going 120 miles per hour down the road, uh, and, and it was foggy. You couldn't even see in front of you, and just driving that crazy stuff. And, uh, you know, we look at our life, uh, when we don't look at our life as, with the same value that God looks at it, then we begin to devalue it and treat it roughly. We, we, we you know, we, we do things, uh, you know, we... we we, we stomp on our, we, uh, if you're able to see it, I don't know if you can see it, but we stomp on it, we stomp on our life, we, we, we uh, give our lives to things that hurt us. But can I tell you, it doesn't take the value away from our life. We're still valued with the same value that God sees us. And uh, in order for us to value ourselves the same way that God values us, we're going to have to look into the perfect law of liberty. We're going to have to look into the mirror of God's word in order for, our, for us to treat our lives the way that God wants us to treat them. That's why so many people are frustrated with their lives. That's why so many people are agitated and, and just uh, dissatisfied with their lives is because they don't value their life. I, I can tell you that's why people are engaged in sin and doing sinful things 
uh, if you valued your life, you wouldn't do those things. It's one thing being uh, tempted and falling into that temptation that in, in that very given moment. And, and, you know, I think all of us can be weak at some moment and, and do something foolish. But we're, we need to be quick to repent and, and move out of it. But there's others that will, they know it's wrong. They know that they shouldn't be doing it. And instead of uh, uh, stopping it, they continue in it and they pr make it a practice in their life. And that's why, that's where deception enters in. The Bible says don't be a, a hearer of the word only, but be a doer, lest we deceive ourselves. How do we bring deception? We begin to see ourselves differently than how God sees us. And we begin to treat our lives wrongly and differently and devaluing our life instead of holding it up and living it the way that God wants it to be lived. I hope that helps you. Uh, the third thing that I want to share today in today's message is this, is that God's word transforms your destiny. Your destiny. You know, every one of us are going to end up somewhere. Uh, most people I've found in almost 33 years of ministry don't like where they've ended up thus far. And uh, there's going to be a lot of people at the close of their life that are going to look back with lots of regret and uh, wish that they could go back and live their life. I believe that uh, all of us uh, probably, uh, if we're not living God's word, uh, are going to find ourselves just being very re uh, regretful for the life that we had led here on this earth if we're not living it according to the word of God. But I'm here to tell you that you can have a great life, you can have good success, you can be blessed in, in, in every area of your life. I want you to see this. This is God speaking to Joshua after Joshua took over the leadership of Moses, after Moses died. Uh, God told Joshua this. He says in Joshua chapter 1, verse 8, it says, uh, This book of the law, talking about the word of God, shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it, for then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. Now notice here, it talks about what we say, what we think, and what we do. Your speaking, your thinking, and your doing by God's word is what transforms your destiny. If we're not speaking the word of God, thinking the word of God, and doing the word of God, our destiny is not going to be what God intended for our destiny to be. God spoke to Joshua, and he told Joshua this for a purpose. So that the children of Israel would enter into the promised land, enter into the things that he had for him. He says, if you're going to do that, you're going to have to watch what you say. You're going to have to make sure that you watch your words. See, there were 12 spies that were sent in to spy out the land. Out of the 12, 10 came back and 10 of them says, they, the Bible says they brought back an evil report and says, we can't do it. We're like grasshoppers, wrong image of themselves. And, uh, and, and, and as a result of them speaking contrary to what God says they could have, uh, they didn't go in. That whole generation died off. Now there's a new generation, a Joshua generation, that uh, God was endeavoring to get into the promised land. And he says, if you're going to get there, 
You're going to have to speak the right words. And not only are you going to have to speak it, you're going to have to think differently. You can't think of yourself as a grasshopper. You're going to have to think of yourself as an overcomer. And then you're going to have to take action because faith with works is faith. Faith without works is dead. We need to make sure that we're acting on God's word in order to have God's word brought about in our life. That's what brings success. That's what brings greatness into our life is when we're doing it God's way in our life. I hope that uh, blesses you and encourages you and uh, lifts you up and brings you to a place where your life is being transformed. If you want that transformed life that God has for you, it all starts there. It starts with the Word of God. Really, honestly, it starts with, number one, it starts with knowing God. We got to know God. We got to come into a personal relationship with Him. Know God. Once we know God, then we need to find freedom. We need to, we need to grow in that freedom once we find it. Say, the children of Israel, they were stuck in the, they were stuck back over there in Egypt. Even though they had been delivered from Egypt, they wanted to go back to Egypt. And the reason is, is they were still in bondage to Egypt and God was wanting to deliver them. And I think there's a lot of people that are still stuck in their past. You know, I'm no longer an alcoholic. I was an alcoholic, but I am free and I've been free in Jesus Christ. I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus I am not uh, an alcoholic. I am not bound to drugs. I am not bound to that stuff any longer. I've been set free, guys. And, and God wants to set you free. I don't know where you're at today. But whatever you're going through, the word of God is your answer. The Bible says you shall know the truth. And the truth that you know shall set you free. So we need to know God. We need to find freedom. Then we need to discover our purpose. And how are we going to discover our purpose? Get into the word of God. You know, God told Joshua, make sure you're speaking the word, you're thinking the word, you're meditating the word, and then acting on it, doing the word of God. That's what transforms a life, and that's what's going to get us to where we need to go. I'm going to tell you, I, I'm serving God, I'm coming to you with the word of God today, uh, and my destiny has gotten me to this point because of the word of God. It's not because of me, it's because of him, because his word works if you work the word. And then uh, lastly, ultimately, this is where God wants us as he wants us to go make a life-giving difference in and through our life. That's what I'm doing today, making a difference. That's what our dream teamers are doing, our small group leaders do. That's what we do. We make a difference in and through our life. And uh, if we'll do these things, our life will be transformed. Thank you. Thank you so much for uh, joining us today. I hope this message uh, empowers you. So much so that you'll discover the greatness that is in you. The Bible says that all of us have greatness, that he wants to increase that greatness that's in us. But that greatness will never be discovered until you get into the word of God. See, greatness may be in you, but it may stay in the seed form all your life and never ever grow into what God intended for it to grow into if you don't get into the word of God and allow God to set you on a path fulfilling your destiny here on this earth. God bless you. If you're with us today, I said it a moment ago, it all starts with knowing God and you're here today and you don't have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Can I invite you to give your life to him today? I want to pray with you if that is you.
I, I want to help lead you there, there and, and help you in a, uh, to pray a prayer of invitation. And if you'll do that, he will come into your life and he'll transform your life. And that's where it starts. It starts with that initial transformation that he'll take your life and transform you. The Bible calls it being born again. And uh, maybe you're here, you're, you're uh, tuned in today and you've given your life to Christ, but you've gotten away like the prodigal son. And today you've been, you, you've been influenced by the world and you know that. And today you want to you wanna give your life back to the Lord and say, God, I want you to be the Lord of my life. On either one of these invitations, if that's you, I want to pray with you. And if you're in a room with other people, I'm going to ask all of you guys, and please, all of you guys pray because there might be somebody in there that is wanting to make a commitment that is with you. It may be in your family or wherever you're listening today or watching today. Pray this prayer with me. Simple prayer. It's a prayer of invitation. Say, Jesus, I believe in you. I believe that you died for me. You were buried and you were raised from the dead so that I could be forgiven and so that I could be in relationship with you and so that I could know you. I ask you today to be the Lord of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. I'm so proud of you. If you made that decision, please let us know. Let us know and, and uh, get on there and on our communication card as, that I mentioned earlier and, and, uh, and, and let us know and I'll respond to you and help you with some next steps, send you some material, pray for you over this next week and uh, just, uh, just help you in any way possible. I love all of you guys. I'm so excited uh, about being with you today and and tonight, don't forget at 7 o'clock, I'm going to be sharing with you guys an update about us uh, being uh, back in person, being uh, on, uh, uh, in, in person here on, this, uh, on our campus. And I'm excited about that and just want to share that with you and maybe give you some updates and some stuff that you need to know and want to know. I think it'll help you to know. And uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you guys for giving. Hope you enjoyed that testimony earlier, and uh, and and let me tell you, uh, your giving is what makes it possible for us to do what we're doing. And so, thank you, thank you, thank you. Not only are we touching people's lives through what we're doing as a church, but uh, also we're helping other ministries, we're helping other people, uh, and you're you're a big part in making that happen. God bless you, in Jesus' name. Uh, don't forget, if you'll work the word, the word will work. I love you. God bless. Talk to you this evening.